You're listening to The Thriving Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Abby Sanchez, and this is episode 131, Be the Hero That You Are. Hey there, my friends. How's everybody doing? I'm doing fantastic. It's a great day today. It's Al's birthday, so how could it not be a great day? And if you're not sure who Al is, you're missing out because he's my next door neighbor and he's the sweetest old man you could ever meet. (laughs) So we're celebrating Al's birthday today. He's kind of like a grandpa to my kids and they just adore him. He always has chocolate for them, so that helps a lot. But yeah, it's his birthday today, so we got him a crumble cookie. If you guys have crumble near you, it's delicious and made him a little birthday card, and we're just celebrating Al today. So feel free to celebrate with us. If you have someone special in your life, a super nice neighbor, or someone who's just kind of become family to you, give them a little shout out today. Tell them how awesome they are. I love having someone like that in my life. I feel like it's just so special, right, to have those people that aren't part of your family, but they are. Like, they just become family. It's so cool. Anyways, Happy birthday, Al. We love you. And I love you guys. Thanks for being here today. I'm excited to talk to you about being the hero that you are. Now, I'm curious if this podcast episode, some people are like, I'm not going to listen to that because I don't want to be told that I'm a hero. I know some people feel that way. So we're going to talk about that today. If that's how you're feeling and you still clicked in to listen, way to go. Congrats to you. You're awesome. Thanks for being here. We're going to talk about this mentality of being the hero. Because I know with COVID, we've all been told we're heroes quite a lot. And at first, I think some people really appreciated that. They were like, thank you. And then as they started to get worn down and exhausted, they were like, you know what? I don't want to be told I'm a hero anymore. I don't want to be told that because it feels like I'm actually just getting taken advantage of or that I'm really suffering. And I don't want people to call me a hero. Now, I hear you. I get it. I understand where that's coming from. But I want to ask you, what is the upside to not being the hero? So sometimes we tell ourselves these stories about our lives, about ourselves, and we cast ourselves in different roles. So we could be casted as the hero, or if we don't want to be the hero, then who are we casting ourselves as instead? Okay, so if you're not going to be the hero, then what most of us do and what I see many nurses do is they cast themselves as the victim. So the victim is someone who's trapped and suffering and undeserving of the cruelty they're receiving. Now, to me, that doesn't sound like a very enjoyable role to cast yourself in, to be like, I'm just stuck. I have no options. I'm helpless. So when we don't want to be the hero, then often that's how we start thinking about ourselves in our lives and in our jobs. And I want you guys to know that I do this sometimes too, if I'm not intentional about it. I'm really good at casting myself as the victim, whether it's the victim to my job or the victim to my family, where I'm always the one taking care of everybody, cleaning up after everybody. I get it. I do that too. But when I realize that that's what I'm doing, I'm like, you know what? Being the victim actually isn't very fun. When I think about myself in that way, that I'm trapped and helpless and undeserving of all this cruelty, it's a pretty miserable way to think about myself, right? So if you guys do that, I want you to know I'm not blaming you, but I just want you to be aware that when we say, I don't want to be the hero, often we cast ourselves instead 
as the victim, which makes us feel terrible. Or maybe you cast yourself as the martyr. I think that's another role that we sometimes play. So the martyr is suffering, but for a good cause, right? They're kind of like the hero, but they're enduring a lot. And the martyr dies, right? So they're suffering for a good cause. So instead of being helpless, they're noble, but it's tragic. Think about the martyrs of the world. I did a quick Google search to pull up some martyrs, and you guys, it's not pretty. I don't know who all of these people are, but listen to this, and I want you to ask yourself, if my life were a movie, is this who I want to be cast as? Okay? So St. Stephen was stoned to death. St. Lawrence was grilled to death. St. Margaret Clitheroe was pressed to death. St. Sebastian was clubbed to death. St. Dymphna was beheaded. St. Andrew was crucified. St. Bartholomew had death by skinning. And Joan of Arc was burned at the stake. And you got and you guys, I didn't even intend for this to kind of sound like a Halloween episode. <laughs> a little bit early, but it's October, right? So we can talk about skinning and beheading and all of that fun stuff. But doesn't that all sound kind of terrible? Like, is that really who you want to be in the story? Now, I know some of you are like, no, that's not who I want to be, but that's what's happening. Right? We feel like that's just the way it is. But it's not. Because... They became martyrs, and that was the end of their story. They died. And that's not where you're at right now. Your story is still going. Your story is still being written. But more importantly than what's happening as far as the facts of the situation, what's happening at your hospital, what's happening in your life, the way we tell the story to ourselves makes a difference. When we cast ourselves in these different roles, it makes a difference. So I know a lot of people are like, I don't want to be called a hero. But this isn't about the, what other people are calling you. This is about the story you're telling yourself. So some of us tell ourselves we're the victim, that we're suffering, that we're helpless, that life is hard. And some of us believe that we're being martyred, that it's a noble cause but it's to our demise, that it's tragic, that we're going to be lost in the end. And I don't think those are very fun ways to think about it. I don't like thinking about my life in either of those ways. Instead, I want to be the hero. Where I'm like, if I'm going to cast myself, if I'm going to be kicking, where I'm like, if I'm going to cast myself, if I'm going to be enduring these hard things and overcoming challenges, it's not that I end up dying and have this tragic end. It's like, no, I'm going to go kick some ass. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be the hero. So I want to invite you guys to try on thinking about yourself in this way. Now, like I said, I'm pretty good at thinking about myself as the victim. That's where my brain likes to go. So 
as I was thinking about this, I was asking myself, why is that? If it feels so terrible to be the victim in the story where you're just helpless and suffering, that's not a fun way to cast yourself. Why do I do it? And the answer I came up with is because then if I'm the victim, maybe someone will come and save me. And that does happen sometimes, right? When I start playing the victim with my family, then sometimes my husband swoops in and saves me, right? Like if I'm with the kids and he wakes up for the day and comes downstairs and I am throwing a pity party for myself, a lot of times he will swoop in and save me, right? He'll start picking up the slack with the kids or he'll make dinner or whatever. And and that feels kind of nice to be saved sometimes. But the problem is that we don't always get saved, right? People don't always come and do what we want them to do or the situation doesn't get changed so we can feel better. And so when we're waiting for that, and we think we need someone to come and save us, then we're powerless. We're the damsel in distress, right? Like all the fairy tales. My daughter has this little toy castle, and I was playing with it today with Eli, and I was being this princess and pretending she needed to be saved in the castle, but Eli's a year and a half old, so he didn't come and save me. (laughs) And so as I was playing, I was like, well, fine then, I got this. And the princess totally took over and she saved herself. And I was like, yeah, that's how it should be. (laughs) Princesses should be saving themselves. They are totally capable of doing it. They don't need to wait for some prince to come along or some hospital policy to come along or whatever. We don't need that. Because they are totally strong and capable and can do that for themselves. And so while sometimes it does feel nice to be saved, if that's what we're waiting for, then we're helpless. And that can be so frustrating, right? So I want to invite you guys to practice a new story. So right now, if your story about your life is that victim story where you think, my life is so hard. I always have to do everything. My kids and family and managers don't appreciate me. I never have time to myself. If that's your story, then notice how you're putting yourself in this victim position where you're suffering and you don't have the power to make it change, right? Everyone else has the power and they're not coming to rescue you. So instead, maybe you want to, or maybe instead you're, or maybe instead you're casting yourself as the martyr where you're like, it's my duty to take care of everyone. They need me. My needs aren't as important. So if that's what you're thinking, maybe we can try on a new story. Maybe we can try on being the hero and just notice how it feels when you do that. So when we're the hero, we think, I got this. I will take care of it. I'm the best one to take care of it, right? Like Superman, if you think about Superman, 
when he is like saving people who are falling off buildings or whatever, he's not like, oh my gosh, I have to do it. He's like, no, everyone get out of the way. I got this. I'm Superman. And he goes and saves them. And even though there are challenges, he's like, bring it on. I can handle it. I got it. So what if you thought of yourself in that way? You could. You could just change that story you tell yourself about you, about how capable you are, about the role you're playing. So maybe you're a new nurse. And maybe you're practicing the victim story. Maybe a lot of people around you are offering you the victim story where they're like, oh my goodness, that must have been so hard being a new nurse during COVID. You didn't get your clinicals. You're coming in the middle of a pandemic. That must be so hard. And that's nice to get that validation that there is a challenge for sure. But when we spin out in it and we're like, I'm a victim, I missed out on the experience I was supposed to have everything's gone wrong. I didn't get what I was deserving. When we spin out in all of that, then we put ourselves in this helpless position. So what if instead you were like, yeah, I became a new nurse in the middle of a pandemic and it's hard, but I got this. I'm showing up to my job. I'm taking care of my patients. I'm learning a ton. And I'm learning a ton. I'm pretty freaking awesome. You could decide to think about yourself in that way. Instead of poor me, it's like, yeah, look at me. I am amazing. So what if instead we decided to think about ourselves in that way? So what if instead we decided to think about ourselves in that way? Now, I want to be careful here because it doesn't mean that you don't let yourself feel the pain, feel the sadness, feel the grief. All of that's okay. So when you're, all of that's okay and we don't want to resist it. We don't want to push it away, right? So If you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling some grief, you're feeling some disappointment, it's okay to feel that. Take the time to feel that. But then when you're ready, just notice the story you're telling yourself about you and about your life. Pay attention to it because a lot of times we tell this story and we think we're just stating the facts right? Like the facts are, I became a new nurse during the pandemic. I didn't have the clinical experience most nurses get. I'm taking on different patient loads than most patients are. I'm dealing with a lot of different things than the typical nurse experience. And a lot of people say that being a nurse or especially a new nurse, even not during a pandemic is hard, right? So those could be the facts of the situation. But The way we tell it to ourselves is up to us. So we can tell it in that way that downplays our power and downplays our capabilities, or we can tell it in that way that builds us up, that makes us feel unstoppable, that is exciting, and where we recognize what we're contributing and feel proud of ourselves. 
So I just want to give that to you as an option that the facts could be the same, but you could feel totally different about yourself and about your life. And when you're approaching your life with that energy, it's so much more doable. It's exhausting being resentful. It's exhausting being the victim. It weighs you down. But to be the hero, that's kind of fun. It's kind of fun to be the hero. And heroes can be sad sometimes. Heroes can grieve. Heroes can take that time for themselves. But ultimately, you still get to be proud and grateful to yourself and recognize that you have the power. So I want to let you know that you really do have the power, you guys. Along with all of this, I'm not saying that you have to stay in situations that are challenging for you. If you're like, I don't want to be the hero, you don't have to be. You don't have to stay in situations and keep challenging yourself and pushing yourself when it doesn't feel healthy to you, when it doesn't feel sustainable, right? So you do have a lot of choices. When we cast ourselves as the victim, we think we're trapped. We think that these are our only options and we're stuck, but you're not. You could change jobs. You could make requests of management. You could change your hours. You could get different training. You could you could promote change on your unit. There's so much you could do. But when we think we're the victim, we just do nothing. But when we think we're the victim, we do nothing, right? We're just waiting for the prince to come save us. Let's stop waiting. Let's take that action ourselves. So you can, you can change some of those circumstances in your life. You could switch jobs. You could try to change those things. But I also want you to know that once you start casting yourself as the hero, you might not need to. You might not need to change those things because you might not be as exhausted as you are when you cast yourself as the victim. I've totally seen this in my life. So sometimes I'll be casting myself as the victim. When my husband's home and I'm like, he could come and save me. So I'm going to be the victim for a while. And it's so exhausting when I do it that way, right? But sometimes my husband is out of town or I travel a lot with my kids by myself. Like my husband will be working and I'll drive to go visit my parents for a weekend or take the kids down to visit their cousins or something for a few days. So I travel a lot with my kids by myself. And when I do that, I don't really have the option to be the victim as much, right? Like I still could, but it feels kind of pointless because my husband's not there to save me, right? (laughs) So I know he's not going to swoop in. And so my brain just doesn't really go there. I'm not telling myself, oh, he should do that. Maybe I can kind of make him do that out of pity for me. My brain doesn't go there. So instead of being the victim, I just step up and do it. I'm like, yeah, I'm the one to get the kids ready for bed tonight. I'm the one to make dinner. I'm the one to do all of these things, right? And it feels so much more doable, even though it's the same tasks as when he's there. 
But when I'm not letting my brain go to that victim place, I have so much more energy to get things done. And I appreciate myself so much more. But I could do that all the time, right? And sometimes I do. Sometimes I'm good about supervising my brain. I'm like, yeah, I got this. I'll be the one to put away the peanut butter. (laughs) I can handle it. I'll be the one to do the laundry. I'll be the one to get the kids ready for bed. Because I can. Because I'm Abby and I'm amazing. I'm the hero of my life. Right? And you are too. So if you stop believing that you're the victim, then you'll take action. And I don't know what the right action is for you. But you'll know. Because as you clean up all of that energy, because as you let go of all of that baggage, then you have the energy to move forward. You have the energy to keep going and working through the challenges. So I'm not sure what it will mean for you. It's going to be different for all of us. But either way, you're a hero. You are the hero of your story. And you get to create what that story is. But before you get to writing the story, let's cast it appropriately. Okay? Cast it intentionally. Think about who you want to be in your life. And my recommendation is to cast yourself as the hero that you are. All right, my friends, keep rocking it. Have a beautiful week and I'll talk to you later. Take care.